Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with legendary jazz singer Diane Schur. We spoke to her at her home in the California desert during the COVID-19 quarantine of April 2020. She opened up about her upcoming 2020 CD, Running on Faith, and the state of the world without live jazz as we know it. Deedles is a brilliant vocalist and a performer who was heavily influenced by Dinah Washington and has gone on to dazzle the jazz world. Dig this interview. Put on what I call Deedle Calf and I just... Good time slipped by. Yeah, that way—that's the way life is. It's you know, it's it's such a sir. It's just such a blur now. This way of life. It's weird, you know. I mean, all, all of our concepts of time, and I mean, I'm kind of looking back to like right after the 12th or 13th, thinking, wow, you know, that was almost. It seems like almost a year ago, you know, when everything kind of got to a screeching halt, and then. It was yeah. week by week, and even right now, I guess the one thing that I can say right now that I yeah. feel is that we've gone more into this than we have, have not, and we should start seeing a little spokes of sunlight come through the darkness, something that tells us that, you know, things are going to start getting to a place where we can be human beings again and be, be told what we were preached when we were in kindergarten, which is to approach people, make eye contact, laugh. Uh, do all that stuff, you know, um, being stripped yeah. of every creature comfort we've had for the last month and a half has been anterior to all of our existences, and it's very, been very strange. I think you're absolutely right. I really do. It's um, And when we do get to the place where we actually can embrace, uh, where we can hug, where we can do these things, there's going to be such an appreciation of it. I think so. That, I think so. You know, that, that there hasn't been in, oh, I don't know, maybe centuries. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it was like when people, you know, that when the 1918 Spanish flu hit, we, there's aspects of it we don't know. But I, I think that you're, I think that you're absolutely right. It's 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 an amazing it's an amazing time. I mean, you know, I I live alone at the, what I call the desert deedle pad, hmm. but I do have a kitty, and uh, her name is Puss Puss, and she's she has been she has been such a comfort. Yeah. I mean, she just, this this is such a strange thing. Um, when I was, when I was born, and I don't care if you start recording any time, because I think this is really good food for thought, Joe. I, uh, I, I, I agree. I, I've been really recording a lot. I've been doing a lot of uh, interviews, and I think it's cathartic. I think it's therapeutic, and I think it's good. Yeah. Yes. Um but when I was born, I was, you may or may not know this. Oh, you have a dog, huh? Well, yeah, it's, a, it's, sorry. Oh, you don't have to be sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying, I'm trying to, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get into a noiseless area and it's hard. So this is going to be raw. This is going to be don't like worry you. About it. I mean, if, yeah. if there's, if there's a little bit of human or animal element, I mean, big deal. It, it's it, no big, really, I mean. 
Puss Puss just got off the bed. She'd been sleeping with me, and and she just got down off the bed, and we're going to have a our first triple-digit day as far as temperature is concerned today. It's going to okay. be 100. Yeah, I live in the desert. But getting back to when I was born, yeah. while, I'm, while I'm talking, I'm going to go ahead and plug in the... I don't know if the coffee's already plugged in. I think I'm going to turn it on. Going to get some decaf going. Absolutely. And uh, if you don't mind. No, I'm I'm all for it. It's yeah. you know I it, and we can, you know I know uh, my manager said 15 minutes, but if it's a half hour, or whatever, let's just let's just do this. Let's be. This is important stuff here. And yeah, it is. You know, this is uh so since you're 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 homebound as well, I mean we're kind of a, a lot of us are sheltering in place. Yeah. You know, there's really no place to go. Yeah. Uh, so okay. Coffee is plugged in. Anyway, getting back to when oh when you ate all of your food, puss puss. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> Um, she's a beautiful blue point Persian. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got a couple cats. In fact, I got to close the window. One of the cats, I got married in July, and my wife's cat just loves me. I mean, she's on me all the time. It's like Isn't we were separated. Nice? It was, it's like we were separated in the past life. It's like the cat's all over me, which is cool. But um, anyway, so yeah, so uh, back back to the story, uh, what you were saying. Yeah, the story is, I was placed in an incubator shortly after my birth for six weeks. And that was, the the, the blindness was caused because of the oxygen content of that incubator. It was far too high. So it's, in medical terms, it's called retinal fibroplasia. So, but what this meant is that um, I was not touched. There was no bonding. And I'm sure I was probably fed from a baby bottle. But pretty much I was alone those six weeks. My mom didn't stay at the hospital. She'd go home. So it was like in a way I was getting, I may have, even then, you know, by the grand design, I may have been getting prepared for such a moment as what we're going through right now. That's deep. Man, that's deep. (laughs) really it is i mean it's like you're almost rotating back to a time because to me you know when you're born that's the time that you know that that kind of bonding happens but this is almost kind of like something that your environment created and you're you're just kind of getting back to that solitude so to speak getting back to the solitude and i did a lot of crying at first um when this thing happened and my Aunt Joyce, I call her Auntie, she she said, Deedly Weedly, just, um, you know, get into your rocking chair and start, you know, um, like putting your arms around yourself and hug yourself and try to get a measure of comfort. And uh, And so that's exactly what I did. And I put on a little bit of George Shearing um, at the time. It's an album called Concerto for My Love. It's on 
vinyl. You can't get it anymore. George was one of my favorites. You know, he heavily influenced my piano playing when I was really young. So that was, you know, that was a comfort. And and now it's it's almost like rewriting the script that I can derive comfort from. Um, you know, from my own company, okay, and um, yeah. and and maybe in some ways it's making me a little bit stronger, uh, so that you know, sometime if 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 it's meant that I ever get into partnership with, you know, someday with the opposite sex, I'll you know I'll even have more of an appreciation. You, you dig where I'm coming from? That, that oh. element of hugging, that element of... Um, yeah. I think you understand where I'm coming from. So, uh, you know, there's... Yeah, there's so many silver linings that can be gleaned from something like this. I mean, on the surface, it's awful, but if you really dig beneath and we get to the humanness, really, at the end of the day, what I've... what The quote that's reverberating throughout my head is, it's all life anyway. And whatever you get, you got you to gotta do it. you got to do it. It's the whole lemonade adage, you know? Um, yeah, yeah, it's true, and I think, you know, I don't want to get into politics, but I'm overly much. I just know that uh, people are are going toward that warmer uh, that warmer element, even as far as the political realm. And, and his first name is Joe, by the way. And um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I dig it. I dig it. You dig it, right? So I dig it because I, I've been I've been watching the news. I like to keep current. Yeah. On what's going on, and and it's really amazing the the element of humanity that is coming out for people to actually see that. Oh, okay, you know, and this, so this is really. You know the the liner notes. I know you've got the album, and I know that yes. you have. Um, I talk about this in the liner notes. We uh, we actually cover this stuff. It's it's almost prophetic. Some of this stuff that's going on, and there's elements. I don't know if you know this or not, but, but the streaming element of this album, it's it's gone. Um, well. When I found out the report a couple of days ago, it was 10,000 streams in the past, um, well, 16 days. That's happened now. It's hit that mark in two weeks. And the album isn't even slated for release until the 8th of May. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, this is kind of like, God, you know, I mean... You know, I'm not so worried or concerned about the monetary angle of it. I think it's got to go beyond that kind of an element. It's got something to say, and I think people are really gravitating toward that, and I think this is why it's like, oh, wow, the deeds is back, you know, after six years, because that was the last release was six years ago, uh, yeah, six years, yeah, it would be six years on June 10th that the last album came out. The I Remember You album with Stan Getz and, you know, it's with love to Frank, Stan and Frank, the, uh, Stan Getz and Frank Sinatra, and I knew both of these people. And so, 
Oh, so it's really interesting. And, and that's the one thing I've been asking a lot of artists too, you know, when releasing this during this time is probably bittersweet because you can't actually do things in person, but I would think because we all have that time and latitude, and honestly, the arts are going to save us. I mean, it's like in something like this, I think the planet needs to understand that in all of these moments of us not being able to do that much, it's the visual arts, the music, it's the TV, it's the film, all of that is going to make us sane. It's going to curb a, a real trauma in our lives, and it's yeah. going to help us believe and have hope and I think that's that's wonderful that your album's doing that well and that's the that, that's the beauty of it people are getting your message and this yeah. is the time that people that people need music right now you know and this is why they're just flocking to it you know it's um it's really it's really amazing how this is it's it's kind of like all coming together cuz I'm it, you know a lot of artists like myself probably aren't going to be touring this year. Yeah. Because people are going to be too too scared to, you know, to go out this year anyway. I don't see it. And, um, no, I, and I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer about it, but this is no. just, uh, it's just the reality of it. And, uh, yeah, I, I I think this is going to go on for a while. I think this is going to be, um, you know, but from what I understand is that the uh, uh, the vaccine probably won't get cert, you know, won't uh, happen for it could be up to about eighteen months, is what they say. And uh, and then it's gonna as far as the heavy circulation of it being distributed, it could be as much as four years, Joe. Yeah. And so it's you know, and that's that's about the uh, about the length of a you know like of a world war, and this is actually a world war. Yeah. And uh, it's and it's not shooting or anything like that. In a way. It's scarier because it's it's an enemy that can't be seen. It's yeah. completely invisible this organism. And so you know what what I'm what I'm hoping, you know, what I'm praying for is that I don't get it, but I have to be prepared in the event that I do get it that no matter no matter what it's going to be okay. And okay. I you know because a lot of us are dealing with, especially those of us who are over 65, I'm 66 now, <clears throat> a lot of us, uh, you know, are a little bit more vulnerable to things like this. And I'm just, you know, I'm okay with however this comes out as far as my mortality um, to just not not be, you know, not let fear, you know, uh, not let fear get in the way. It's kind of like there's an expression, breathe in God, breathe out fear. And uh, and this is what I'm really trying to concentrate on is just be, uh, well, just be. Um, yeah. Be a human being versus being a human doing. And uh, I don't know if you've ever heard that saying, 
or not, but I think that a lot of us have that chance to do just exactly that. And, um, yeah, I, I think that um, in a way we are given a, a, a second or a third or how many chances uh, that human beings have actually gotten to be you know, through the ages and everything like this, and this is kind of like a timeout. Um, okay, let's uh, let's stay in your room for a while and give this some thought. Yeah. And see how we want to handle the next 25, next 50, next whatever. So, yeah, I I have a feeling that uh, the guy whose first name is Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, it's just kind of like um, there's a lot of things in the unseen that's just kind of like waking up now, and people, it doesn't matter which side of the aisle, people are coming to a unanimous decision, and that's what that's what America is based on is not being a blue state or a red state, but to be uh, as uh, our for one of our former pre presidents said, the United States, and that's the deal. And that's what my hope is, is that this pause, however long it lasts, um, will definitely make a difference in people's decisions um, you know when the when the time comes, and we're kind of like seeing the wave of the future. Um, in you know, instead of having these huge gatherings, being able to do like an absentee ballot, you know, which I do anyway, because it's you know because of my disability, it's just I don't like big crowds anyway. I never have, and I just I don't know. I just had a premonition about this. I had a lot of anxiety dreams or, or panic attacks, you know, for years. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, is this what this could, you know, this, could this be part of what, what is going on? To, to, you know, like I've been in, and I know I've done a lot of talking and you haven't actually asked a lot of questions. Oh, but no, you're good. Am I okay? Yeah, you're, you're, you're hitting a lot of points and I think, one of the functionalities of doing these interviews is to get this out. I mean, there's a lot of things that we could get into. And I think if we were to have this conversation on May 10th or 11th, there would be a lot of things that would be different about our discussion. But I think right now it needs to be jazz. It needs to be improv. It needs to be how we feel about what's going on, because I think that's taking precedence right now. I mean, you've hit on the music, but we also need to talk about our realities. And the only reason the only way that you're going to be an effective artist is being an effective person, and that's what we're talking about. Yeah, and and I think, um, wow, you know, in a way I kind of feel honored to be able to be placed in such a position to be able to be, of I like to think of being of service to humanity in putting out something like this. Um, in a way, I mean, I've got, I think this is my, what, maybe 26th, 27th album. Uh, there's a discography. But this is kind of like a buildup of all these years and the fact that I was 
able to produce this myself, and Ernie Watts, who's just so brilliant and whom I've known since 1986, uh, was able to, you know, be my co-pilot. And uh, so it's, you know, I think this is why this album right now, like I said before, is making such an impact on people because they don't have much else to do. They're sheltering in place. And this is what my prediction, if you want to call it that, I do not think that things are going to be opening up that fast. Um, I think that people are going to be um, very careful. I think they're putting their health and their lives right now above uh, above the economic um, kind of a thing, which in the long term could serve them can serve us all well in doing just exactly that. And um, so anyway, um, yeah. So if you got a if <laughs> if you got a question for me along any of those lines, please. Yeah, well, I have a few, and they follow within the theme of what we're talking about. Um, and, and I guess it's this. Um, you know, you've been very fortunate throughout your career to be around some pretty big names, legends, and luminaries. And now that we're in this time of reflection, what memories, what individuals were you around that really provided you a lot of strength that helps you through what we're going through right now? Oh, let me see. B.B. King comes to mind. Um, when I performed the album with him, Heart to Heart, we had some pretty deep discussions. Um, he introduced me to the veggie burger and because uh, he was a diabetic, you know. And yeah. we used to have a lot of wonderful conversations. And he's really a, a wonderful, a great dude, you know. He's really cool. And... Yeah. And of course, George Shearing, who I was talking about, he he took the time uh, to listen while I played some things that he had written. I was around uh, 12 years old at the time. My mom and I went to the Edgewater Inn in Seattle, Washington, and uh, went to his hotel room, and I met up with his dog, his guide dog, Lee, and and sat there and played, and and I think we were there for a good two hours. And um, I used to do uh, these March of Dimes, these telethons, um, starting when I was about oh, 11 years old, 12, you know, it's, uh, which was really interesting. And uh, actually, I went ahead and did a couple of those, actually, with the big bands, um, when the Timeless album came out, I did a couple of things from that album, which won a Grammy and everything, and went to the, you know, the Jerry Lewis telethon. Didn't meet Jerry, but um, did those things several times. And um, let's see, who else? Um, of course, Barry Manilow produced one of my records. Uh, it's called Midnight. The album is called Midnight, and um, that's the title track for, from the first tune. And of course, that was done in 2003, and and he was uh, very nice. And 
God, it just it just seems to go on and on. And a lot of you know, Phil Ramone was produced a couple of albums of mine. One which featured Stevie Wonder and and Ray Charles on one album. That was really cool. It's called Friends for Sure. And all of the albums, not to do consciously do product placement, but any of my albums can be uh, found on Amazon or any of the any of the platforms, um, which is really cool. I I use Amazon all the time, and and a girl who whose name begins with A. <laughs> so <laughs> maybe you can hear Alexa. Yes. How are you doing, Alexa? Doing semi. Think baby Yoda adorable he is. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I know. Cool. In fact, you know, I have a story about I didn't even know that the album was starting to stream on the platforms. And so this was 16 days ago. It was a Tuesday. And I told, I told Alexa, in fact, I'll demonstrate. Alexa? Play the album Running on Faith by Diane Shore. Running on Faith by Diane Shore on Amazon Music. Awesome. Alexa, stop. <laughs> My point is, is that I didn't know. It was just a fluke that I requested her to do that. And it was like I just let out this blood-curdling scream. I thought, oh, man, this is so cool. So, <laughs> and I also have iTunes. So I had on three different devices, I had um, the album Running on Faith playing on three different devices. So I thought, yeah, geez, you're really full of yourself today. But it, it, it was just so cool. <laughs> no, that's cool. I no, know. I'm... I know. It was really neat. So... <laughs> Anyway, that's how that happened. And well, I, I guess you've probably kind of touched on this a little bit, but I guess I'm going to ask in a more pointed way. Sure. You know, we're going to get we're going to get to a point where we're past this, and we're going to be in a live environment. And when the musician and the audience member returns to life and live jazz, which still seems surreal that it's silenced, what realizations or revelations do you hope that we all get from this experience? I hope that jazz is a lot more appreciated in this country. It's like uh, there's a saying, a prophet is never known in his own country. And um, I think jazz for so many years has taken kind of like a backseat to other forms of music. And my hope is that people will truly have an appreciation for this wonderful American art form and will sit up and take notice. And that's that's my hope. Uh, and I think, I'm hoping that you know it'll it'll after this you know that the live performances come roaring back. I I'm really hoping for that, and that there'll yeah. be a deeper appreciation of all all of that. Even if people have to, even if people have to wear masks. I mean, they wear masks in Japan all the time. Been doing it for years. Yeah. And uh, people don't people don't shake hands when they greet each other. They just bow to each other. I mean, who knows? Maybe that's what we'll be doing for a while. Yeah. But uh, but it's uh, it's 
it's just uh, it's just an amazing place. I mean, you know, I've had to shelter in place a lot in my life and be at the mercy of uh, getting transportation, whether it's a cab or a limo or somebody picking me up or whatever. Uh, I don't have that ability to go out and drive. And so... Um, so it's just really amazing that the world is, you know, a lot of the world is sheltering in place. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah. Huh? go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say the one thing that I was, that's interesting and that you might find this interesting. Speaking of kind of having an idea that this might, something was kind of in the air. On March 3rd, Bill Frizzell came in with this trio, and we went to the, took my wife down to the Nelson Atkins, a local museum here, and we saw him play. And she, I didn't know how to explain what we were going to see. I hadn't really seen this incarnation, and Bill's kind of a unique jazz creature. Anyway, uh-huh. so we're going through the show, and right before the very end of the show, they played We Shall Overcome, and Petrus stood up and started singing and swaying, and the crowd, without being asked, started doing the same thing and all of us were in the crowd singing and hands were in the air swaying and I think at that that was the last show I went to it was right before all this happened and I think about how profound that was that that happened well I had kind of a similar experience myself I did a a gig at a, a nightclub called the Purple Room here in Palm Springs and the tune running on faith I asked people to to sing the lyric when love comes over you and I countered I countered it with responses so it was kind of like the same the same atmosphere was reached wow and that was on the 21st of uh, December it was a Saturday wow. first day of winter yeah wow. so I know it's in fact you know um, I perform, performed in Russia a little over a year ago at this huge place, there was a couple. I think there was a couple of thousand people, and I learned uh, uh, the English version of a tune called Moscow Nights, and uh, and I went ahead and did one of the English verses, and then I asked the crowd, "Would you please do the second, you know, the, a couple of verses in Russian?" And they did. Wow. It was so cool. I mean, all of these people in unison. <laughs> it was uh, so neat. Yeah. That you know, it just brought everybody. Uh, it brought everybody together, and you know, I'm I'm really hoping that you know that through this album, I hope uh, that some of our top officials actually get a chance to hear um, to hear some you know elements of this record. Yeah, we'll see what you know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. I've really enjoyed it. I've been listening to it. I'm still old school. Love listening to it, driving around in the car. So I've been having a great time with it. And um, but I, I just I, I just wanted you to know, and I've been making sure to let musicians know that you know I've been doing this for some time now, and I find jazz musicians to be some of the finest humans on the planet as far as artistic integrity for such a high art form being humble and being joyous and I thank you for the music and um, I'm going to do everything I can to hopefully do something that can be good in this process to get people to listen and to help and to lift this community up so um, absolutely 
Yeah. Absolutely, Joe. This is cool. I'm, you know, it's 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 amazing. It's rare that you know people like myself actually uh, get to be interviewed before the album is officially released. So this is really cool, and I really appreciate it a lot. Yeah, and it's it's an extraordinary time that I don't. We've never lived through, and we we may never live through again. So this could be an incubator of time that's uniquely just absolutely unique as jazz is so um, incubator of time how cool is that yeah. <laughs> I, what i'm saying i mean with that experience in the incubator itself and you know be able to throughout this time of of being um, pretty much being alone um like i was in that incubator except you know there'll be there's wonderful people that come over and and bring over gifts of food and things. I, I'm not destitute. That's not where I'm coming from. But sure. a lot of people like to express, you know, through bringing good food over. That's just the deal, I guess. And so, yeah. and but being able to rewrite that script, be able to be of comfort uh, to myself and say, hey, you know, it's it's okay. I'm here for you. I love you. Uh, being able to give that self-talk of, you know, of love when no one's around to be able to do it or, or validate, you know, it's it's the time of, uh, it seems like it's the time of self-validation and self-care without going to a beauty parlor or without going to, you know, and doing that kind of stuff. So it's. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting to see this unfold. I mean, I had, you know, I saw the lunar landing in 1969 on July 20th, and you know, and then uh, when the uh, when the Challenger, you know, when that exploded in in 1986, and when Columbia happened in 2003, and then. Um, when our when our world was brought to a pause on the 11th of of September of you know of uh, 2001 and now this yeah so it's um, yeah it's it's really an amazing time and um, and we're seeing a lot of this unfold on television um, that's what's crazy about, you know, the technology and everything is being brought into our living room to be able to actually uh, see this uh, see this unfold. So, you know, um, and the pollution has gone down a little bit, you know, 25% in, in China and, and uh, you know, people can see... Uh, different things around the world that they couldn't see for quite a while because of all the pollution and what, what my hope is Joe um, in my lifetime I hope this propels the electric car uh, computerized to really be able to go through it because I want to be able to get a car a self-driving car and go anywhere I want to go program yeah. and do it. so Absolutely. we'll see what happened maybe that dream of mine will become a reality absolutely i think this things that are happening are going to sprout other ideas of life that we just was unimaginable before so i mm-hmm. agree absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah, it's, it's really 
it's a scary time, but it's also a very exciting time as well. And, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, I guess it's just kind of like time to trim up, you know, and I, you know what I mean by that, to, sure. to be able to, that the world, it isn't just about riches and isn't just about all of that kind of a thing. There are spiritual elements uh, that a lot of people can actually, including myself, can slow down and take notice of. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, cause I, I appreciate the fact that I was able to plug in, you know, to get the decaf going and sitting here and just enjoying that and be able to get some breakfast and, you know, because it's so funny. I, I love... Um, uh, I love Twilight Zone. It's so funny. Oh, man. Mentions that, you know, heading for yeah. the Twilight Zone. And how prophetic is that? And um, Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Amen. I love that show. I mean, that's. I still can't believe it was, it, it came around when it did. It was so ahead of its time. It was so brilliant, you know. But it does almost feel like we're in the middle of, like, the second movie. You know, it's just very strange. I know, yeah. it's, you know, movies are going to be done about this, you know that, right? Oh, yeah. You know, I was thinking, this is, this is what I was thinking. Steven Spielberg's probably going to come out with a movie here in about 20 years, and it's going to be called The COVID Kids. And I think a lot of these kids that are getting, um, that, are, that are being created right now during this incubation time are going to hear all those voices at home and they always talk that when, you know, women are pregnant, the more voices they hear, the more warmth they feel, the more intelligent they are. And there could be a generation of kids that go through this time that mm -hmm. might have an intellect or a proclivity towards the arts that we don't even know about yet. And I think they could be called the COVID kids and we could have a whole new Netflix smash hit on our hands again, you know. Wouldn't that be a trip um, because a lot of kids... Um, and maybe a lot of us human beings, you know, will be able to use more of the limbic side of our brains um, when we think of someone. Uh, in other words, uh, when we think of someone, then they'll be able to give us a, you know, that they might call within a few minutes. Or you, you dig where I'm coming from? Where yeah, totally. A lot of our uh, ESP, so to speak, uh, may come out uh, a lot more. And that, uh, you know, when I, when I do make my transition, which I will one of these days, I just don't know when, and I'm okay with that. It's that, you know, that when that does happen, that I'll be able to go anywhere in thought. As a matter of fact, that's, that's what I sing about in Let It Be, uh, you know, and I'm talking about that as a mantra. I can go anywhere I want. Um, you know, that's I, you remember. I, I was I was actually singing. I can go anywhere I want. You know, and it's yeah. um, it's 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 such a trip. I mean, on some levels, we're a lot closer to that in real time than we realize. Am I making any sense, or do I sound no, too side fire no. way out there? No, no, I totally dig it. Nope, I totally <laughs> get it. I dig it. I dig it. I'm a big fan of that whole thing, that transcendental kind of thing. So you're preaching to the choir for sure. Oh, that sure. is that is just so cool, Joey. This is, uh, you know, and it's so, 
Oh, it, it's such a trip. And, you know, when I can get into gratitude, when I can get into a, a place of attitude of gratitude, then, um, then it's all, you know, then it's all cool and, and get out uh, from behind the fear. I just heard a tune, a wonderful tune that was done by Shirley Horn called Light Out of Darkness. It's gorgeous, and I'd never heard the tune before, but a very dear friend introduced it to me, so I brought it up on with Alexa. You know. Oh, yeah. she just blanked out. Oh, she's listening. That's okay. It's, it's okay. I, I don't mind. It's kind of like nice to have this uh, kind of company, uh, in, you know, uh, this kind of uh, this kind of technology. It's kind of kind of cool to be able to have, even if it is machines to talk to. I used to watch yeah. uh, 21st Century with Walter Cronkite when I was yeah. a little kid, and this is kind of smacks of that kind of uh, uh, that kind of a deal. I mean, it's going to be so interesting, you know. I was even thinking, and um, if I'm a little long-winded, please forgive me. But no, I, you're, you're good. You're good. Um, if, what I'm thinking too is that even with airplanes and the configuration of them, um, even in coach. Seats may be a little bit farther apart. Uh huh. Where yeah. it would be two and two and two instead of three and three, with yeah. the you know with the thing in the middle. You know what I'm saying? There might totally be more uh, room for people to actually uh, actually spread out yeah. and uh, and and so on. So economically, we don't have to. You know, it's all about the way that we approach this. And what my hope and prayer is is that all countries get to a place where they actually can cooperate with each other on more of a humane level. That's that's my hope. And um, where even atomic things can be used for good instead of destruction. And, uh, you know, and I don't even know if I'll be alive when that time comes, but I think I may be seeing... Uh, seeing the start of it, uh, that this is a path, a possible path toward enlightenment uh, and, and and a path toward the raising of consciousness. Yeah. Uh, you know, like even in the tune, The Sun Will Shine on You um, talks about, and, and The Sun Will Shine on You talks about the fact when, you know, when the loneliness gets too much that it's, gets to a place where you can barely stand it, the sun will shine on you. I mean, even that song <clears throat> talks about exactly what's going on right now. It's um, It was interesting because I was coming back from Germany uh, on an airplane and I heard that song that was written by Jeff Lenz. And I thought, wow, this would be really kind of a cool thing to put on an album. And there it is. Yeah. So yeah. it's, um, and then that tune, Swing Low, Sweet Chariot. You know, uh, I love that song uh, because it it's, it's a wonderful old spiritual and it, it's, you know, there's going to be a lot of people, people who are actually Deedle fans, uh, people that will be able to get solace 
um, from a tune like Swing Low, Sweet Chariot as, as they are experiencing their last days on this plane that, that we call Mother Earth. And um, so it's, yeah, and I love that idea about the COVID kids. I think that's really, I think that's really cool. I'm hoping yeah. that's, that old Steven Spielberg is still alive by that time to be able to uh, to do something like that. That's that's just uh, that's just amazing. And yeah, um, it's totally possible. Totally possible. Anything is totally possible. I think that's yeah. what people are beginning to realize. I think it's giving the inventors of this world a real uh, cool time to be able to just. Uh, what what can we do to make this world a more green place? Um, you know, <clears throat> and uh, so I mean, it's amazing that that gas has plummeted. You know, that oil has plummeted to below zero, and you know, and all of this kind of stuff. It's very, it's very very interesting. And I don't think yeah. technology is going anywhere. I think there's going to be. Um, I think. Uh, there's going to be a lot of very interesting things. It's, you know, in the next three or four years, it's kind of, in a way, it's taking a quantum leap that normally would take 10 to 20 years to be able to fulfill some of these things. Uh, I think it's going to be happening a lot quicker than people even realize. I agree. I totally yeah, agree. You did? So, yes. Um, wow. Um, but if you got any more questions, if there's anything I haven't answered, please um, um, please do so. Yeah, no, I I think we we had a very raw, improv, solid conversation. I think you hit everything I was looking for, Diane. Hey, it's been great that I could had I had a hand in waking you up today. Thank you for taking some time out, and really thank you for the music. Stay safe out there, and I wish you all the best. You too, man. And you never know, I may be. Uh, Kansas City, is that where you are? Is that in Missouri yeah. or is that in Kansas? Yeah, we're, we're, we're on the Missouri side where Bird's from. Wow. Well, you so, never know. Yeah. I, You know, when, when this all, you know, when embracing and concerts and everything, you never know. I may be booked. Maybe we'll meet in person and I'll meet your lovely wife and I'll say, Hey, that's so Good. cool. You guys stood up for We Shall Overcome. And, that's right. <laughs> I've done that song myself. I've had people rise to their feet and do it. So That's beautiful. It'd be wondrous to meet you in person. Yeah, thank you. Thank you again. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, really, be well out there. Um, and, yeah, hopefully we'll see you in KC. Yeah, man, and the best of everything, all right? Same to you. Thank you, Diane. Thank you. Take care. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest singers and players in California, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Diane for her time and her energy and all of that great music. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino on the iTunes Store. Visit Neon Jazz at YouTube.com. And for everything Neon Jazz all the time, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.